Welcome to the Money Buddha Podcast, where I chat with people who I admire online, people who really follow the things that light them up in business and in life. And our guest today does exactly that. He's a 32-year-old entrepreneur, has been full-time business owner for eight years, although he's had multiple side hustles all his life, um, a beef jerky business, car detailing, snow removal, um, his first cabinet business. He's currently owner of Royalty Cabinets and co-owner of Shavasana Nordic Spa. He loves to do things on his own terms, and uh, that's when he feels like he thrives. So let me introduce you to Rafael Lajoie. Hi, Rafael. Hey, guys. How's it going? Not too bad. You? Good. Thank you for being here. I'm no excited to, to talk about your journey. Yeah. And all of your experiences. Yeah, I feel like you have a lot of wisdom to share. A little bit. <laughs> um, so you started a lot of uh, businesses. Um, where did all like your ideas come from? Like, especially the beef jerky business. I want to know. Well, so the beef jerky business, I was just uh, sitting around one day and uh, I was thinking to myself, okay, I need to make a little bit more money. I need to spend my time a little bit more wisely. Um, so instead of just slacking off, I decided to, cause I love to cook, um, and I love to eat and I absolutely love beef jerky and pepperoni. I, I, since I was young, uh, I was, it was basically my religion. My dad introduced me to pepperonis and beef jerky since I was a young kid. So it's something I really enjoyed. Um, where the idea came from, uh, honestly was really random. I just thought I need to do something else. I like this. I've never done it in my life. I've never cooked beef jerky ever. And I just decided to try it. Um, I didn't really have intentions to sell it right away because I, I tend to lack um, confidence in myself and my abilities to perform or um, to produce stuff. Right. And so I just decided I'm going to buy a machine and I'm going to try a batch. I did it. Uh, I tried it myself and it was good. So I, I thought I'm going to bring it to my buddies to see what they think. And I, I made a couple of bags up. And I uh, went to my buddy's garage and I kind of threw that in their hands and I was like, try this out. And they immediately fell in love with it. And they, they are the ones who asked, are you going to sell this stuff? I'm like, absolutely. Like I didn't, oh I didn't resist uh, the opportunity. Uh, and from there, I just started making batches. Like I was making at one point 60 pounds a week and oh, selling it. That's so it was yeah, it was a side hustle, but it was right. almost a full-time job for a little bit. Right. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. I yeah. love that you um, just kind of got the idea and started it because usually we get ideas and we don't always, like, go through with doing it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. And then you tested it out first and then kept going yeah. with it. You ran with Next, it. Absolutely. Next thing you know, I went to uh, local uh, businesses and I gave out samples, a bunch of samples all across where I come from in San Antoine and everybody got hooked. And so I just started supplying to people on a weekly demand kind of thing. Oh my so, gosh, I love that so much. Yeah. And how old were you? Like, was that a few years ago or like? Uh, yeah, this, we're talking about like, I started that five, no, maybe six years ago, six, seven years ago. Okay. Um, that's when I used to own uh, Marley's Cabinets with a, a buddy of mine. Right. And uh, I just wanted something more. Um, so I had to work around 
um, my full-time job. So right. what I would, what I would do, this needs six hours in a dehydrator, right? So I would pre-marinate in the morning early before I would go to work. Um, two days later, I would take it out around 4.35 when I would get home from work, put it in the dehydrator and set myself an alarm for 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock. I would wake up because I'm in mm -hmm. bed at that time. I would wake right. up, take it out of the dehydrator, bag it, remarinate it a little bit and go back to bed. Oh my gosh. And uh, I did that for quite a bit. There's even times where I actually set my alarm around two, three o'clock because that's when it was ready. And there was no, to me, the hustle part of it is not, does it work with my system or my schedule? You got to make it work. That's part of the hustle. Right. So there is, there is time where it was random. And I did wake up at three o'clock in the morning to take a batch out because right. you can't leave it there for too long. It'll get too dry. So. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, so you make it work. You, you fit it into, absolutely. this is what I need to do. So you just yep. do it. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. Okay. Awesome. Um, and uh, one of the things that stood out to me um, is when you said that one of your biggest accomplishment was to walk away from um, your first cabinet business, just because yeah. you're, uh, you weren't aligned with like the same vision with your partner, which I exactly. think that's, amazing can you tell us about that uh yeah so my old business partner is a musician he's very good at what he does um he's been in, in music for a long long time uh, accumulated a lot of uh, experience and played uh, at, with a lot of good bands uh, he i think he still plays with reve um a local french band that's very well known locally yeah um, he makes he makes good money and uh when we started the business he started it by himself because his father uh has a like 30 or 4 years of background in the business right. and uh he started installation by himself and then he came to my house one day and he was just talking about that that's when I'm, i was in um business school at the time um, and, uh, I was like, you know what? I see a potential here because what I like to do is I'm an entrepreneur by, tr by trade. I say, mm -hmm. I am not a, a chef, even though I cook beef jerky, I am not a, like a snow removal guy. I just did it. I'm not a carpenter. Hence why I own royalty cabins. Now I'm an entrepreneur. I see opportunity. And if I see people who I can extract knowledge in order to amplify them and create a business out of it and, and make money, I will. So I kind of planted that seed with him and uh, kind of showed him and, and explained to him what I could potentially do with his knowledge. And so we decided to move forward with starting a business of our own together. Um, and um, unfortunately, uh, when you put everything on the table and everybody's excited, mm -hmm. you will com you'll comply and adjust and kind of be a chameleon to say, oh, yeah, I agree with the same things. But unfortunately, uh, we were not on the same page. And I realized that after a couple of years and no disrespect to that guy at all. Still love the guy. But I had to do my own thing because I felt like I was being held back. Right. Um, I've always said this, like, uh, I am somewhat of a leader. So I will hold your hand to make sure you don't drown or stay behind. But as soon as you stop moving your feet, I'm going to let go of your hand. Right. Not going right. to carry you, unfortunately. So I started my own thing, which was, it took me, I would say, I would dare say a year and a half um, to make the decision um, after going through uh, severe anxiety and panic attacks due to, um, I'll call it a lack of control over my own situation, because unfortunately, somebody else was a factor 
Um, not saying he he didn't do anything. Uh, it's just that I didn't have the control to make the moves I needed to make at the time. And it took me a year and a half to decide, you know what, enough's enough. I got to start this on my own. Right. Which I did. I love hearing that because I think a lot of people don't talk about that stuff as much. Yep. And it always yep. looks like nice from the outside. It always looks better. Absolutely. And uh, if someone's like, if it's successful, then everything should like must be fine, right? But those yep. are the things that they're the hard decisions to make is Absolutely. to walk away from something that's going really well for yeah. exactly those reasons. Yeah. And I think I think our, our body also like speaks to us, hence anxiety and all of the things that come with it is usually like yeah. a sign that something might not be aligned and like you have to Absolutely. listen to that. And we yeah, don't for it forced me out. And it was yeah. what I needed to do looking at, like I reflect quite a bit and reflecting on my abilities, what we did in the last five to six years with Royalty Cabinet compared to the other cabinet businesses, uncomparable. Right. You could run with it. You could do yep. exactly what you wanted to, when you wanted to, without having to wait for someone else to be on board. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Okay. I love that. Um, and so you're big on per personal growth, right? I yep. see that a lot through your posts. Um, and I remember you shared about, um, I don't know, it was a while back, but um, feeling like you're on top of the world and then it's kind of crashing. Like, Absolutely. Can you talk about that? Because I feel like uh, it's something like important to to talk about. Well, I think everybody knows what we, we mean by by that in the sense that entrepreneurship it looks good it people tend to think that it's a easy life or it's a very rewarding but the thing about reward is the sacrifice you need to make in order to see it as a reward um i'll just talk money for a minute if somebody thinks oh shit this guy makes hundred fifty thousand dollars a year for example okay oh that's a great reward of owning your own business but what you don't see is the amount of times i sat down and cried because i'm overwhelmed or because straight up i care about my guys and i'm a little bit slow on work or right. i'm getting uh shit on by entre by uh, contractors because we're not meeting their deadlines which we had let's say three months to do a project and all of a sudden they're late now we have two months but it makes no sense to to drop that on me so right. on a daily basis and i'll say daily basis uh there's ups and downs uh, of feelings where you feel on top of the world and then all of a sudden you're like, ah, shit, uh, I'm financially restrained or I am spiritually drained or I am, you know, there's so many things that come into play that people don't necessarily talk about. Right. And my transparency um, comes from vulnerability. Hence the reason why I have no problem talking about these things, because these are the things that make a person grow. Mm -hmm. These are the things that I needed to use as tools in order to get out of uh, get out of my anxiety and panic attacks. Right. Because when you do have those symptoms and you're about to have that attack or whatever, um, you don't want people to know. And you you tend to the fight or flight. You tend mm -hmm. to flight a lot more than fight. And for me, my awakening was when I realized that being open about it and normal normalizing it for me and other people was the undoing of those symptoms, right? So, and in right. business and in growth, everything comes from vulnerability. Vulnerability will either make or break you. Right. And I choose for it to make me, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So I put it all on the table and I let life 
you know, I don't, nobody needs to question who I am. Um, they know because I'll right. tell them. Right? right. Love that. That's why I, I wanted to talk to you here. <laughs> exactly that. I can tell when someone's being like true, true, true to true themselves. To yeah. Absolutely. And just like, uh, saying the real things, but out of wanting to help others and not just like, help you know I mean? flower. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. And, um, no, that's really important because a lot of people don't, um, don't talk about all the ups and downs. I, I feel like people do more than they used to, um, mm. but it's still, um, it's still something that not everyone is like comfortable with. Yep. And I think uh, just realizing things like uh, being aware. So when it comes up, it's not as dramatic. Do you know what I mean? Yep. I feel like yep. I'm better at it as it goes to just, you see it. <laughs> I'm feeling this way. This is what's going on. I know why. Um, but it's it's okay. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. we're gonna get through it. Like it's it is what it is. I can't control this, but I can control that. <laughs> like absolutely. Kinda. And I'll and I'll just say that just because I'm aware doesn't mean I won't have my moments. Right. I am a very like um, explosive person uh, because I have passion, and sometimes right. that passion becomes anger or it becomes frustration or whatever. The thing is, you gotta understand is emotions are going to come and go no matter what you do not necessarily have control over those emotions and to regulate these emotions to be par on most that goes on in your life is near impossible that's not where you should focus your time right let yourself have give yourself grace if you explode explode i mean there's times and places for those things right but after that is the reflection because if you mask the emotion by controlling the emotion you're not necessarily living through the emotions you're just kind of flowing Right. The problem is, is that if you do have an explosion or a, a moment of doubt or whatever, feel it, embrace it, and analyze it, acknowledge it, and then reflect on it. Then you'll grow versus trying to just say, oh, well, I'm good or whatever. Because there's people that are very, very good at being passive or I'll call it chill, but it's not necessarily chillness. It's a defense mechanism to try to regulate themselves at the time. Let yourself okay. be free. Feel your... I was feel your feel emotions. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like I was about to say a swear word because that's I'm genuine in that sense, right? That's okay. and, that's yeah. thing, and that's what I tell people, like, don't try to um, censor yourself. Right. Yeah. When you speak, speak the way you would, right? right. Because the transparency. When you feel it. The, exactly. And when you feel things, mm -hmm. do not censor them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Let, and it, let it be. Yeah, no, that's perfect. I love that. And uh, I feel like I, I do that more with clients too than I used to because before like 2020, it was more like the perception and you need to be professional and like all those things. I feel like I, I think a lot of things kind of went out the door when people kind of just accepted, okay, you're working home with kids or whatever, like all that weird stuff that was going on, like no one cared yeah. anymore. And I really like that we kind of, every a lot of people kept that. And I'm yeah. all for it. Love that. So cool. No, you're right. And you, you know, you said professional to me, professionalism and, is, is full transparency yes. and genuineness. Exactly. If you want to come to me and try to, cause I have salesman's mentality too. If you try to sell me, you're not going to, you know, I'm not going to buy. 
Right. Okay? That's just me. There's people that don't know the difference between you're being sold and you're not. Yeah. The thing is, is, if you're very open and transparent with me and you're being genuine, when you talk, you're not being, pil- I, when you we, can tell. When we, absolutely. When we were uh, a couple of years after high school and not calling anybody out at all, but like you, I would see people that I went to high school with having this proper French language. And I'm like, <laughs> what is it? Like, and, and to me, that is that was fake because they weren't that a year ago and i understand it's part of the uh, the industry they may be in mm-hmm. but uh, to me it's like if you have to uh, censor yourself or uh, assimilate to a certain way in order to have interactions you you don't trust them as much yeah it won't work with me yeah yeah, yeah. no that's uh i i agree with that if i feel like i'm being sold something i won't buy like if exactly. I, yeah if I don't like the person, well, it, like it's because I feel like there's something off <laughs> the way. Yeah, and I always use the, I always use the like the, and do offense to car salesmen, but I always use the car salesman approach. I, you know, like they're very like they're gonna sell you whatever they want, not whatever you need. Like, right. get to know the person, right? Their wants and needs. Ask me questions because you want to help them, not because you yeah. want to sell them. Exactly. So. Yeah. There's a big difference and you can tell, I can tell anyways. I know maybe yeah. some might not be able to, but definitely on my radar when I'm buying stuff. Mm-hmm. If I like the person, I feel they're really real. Um, and they tell me like, okay, well, this one's good for that, but some people might not like this about it. I'm like, okay, I, I trust you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, those are the things you want to know um, to make that decision. Right. And I'm probably, I'm going to buy anyways. So like, perfect. Um, all right. So I wanted to ask you, um, you and Kristen, uh, your spouse or well, partner, life partner for now, um, fiance. Uh, so you guys seem to make an incredible team. Yep. Um, do you find you both have like different uh, like execution styles or is absolutely one- okay. <laughs> the word execution is the perfect example. So I'm a visionary. Now, I didn't know this all my life um, until somebody made me realize that I was a visionary. What I mean by that is I can envision, I see things through pictures. So if I have an idea, it's it's played in my head and I've seen it. Right. The whole breakdown systematic of it. The problem is, is that I'm always in my head for those things. And when I do get in my head for those things, it, it amplifies me and it, it makes me uh, go in a rush. Mm-hmm. I tend to sway away from executing. So right. I'm a visionary and I need executors. Right. Hence why Rhodes County was able to grow. Uh, Shavasana Nordic Spa was based on my vision. I, I drew it on a piece of paper mm-hmm. and now it, it's, 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 been, it's, it's real, right? Yeah. Um, so when it comes down to me and Christine, Christine is the executor. She has a visionary mindset as well, mm-hmm. but she's the execution. Step like she's exactly yeah. and it really does amplify our relationship when we're able to kind of collide those things don't get me wrong there's still ups and downs of two entrepreneurs in the yeah. same house especially right. that we're operating on different levels um right. there's still conflicts and stuff of course um but that's the thing people need to understand it's not always pretty and especially when you're dealing with your life partner right you're going to say things that you would not say to your associate or your manager right right and sometimes sometimes it can get it can get hard but we definitely um 
amplify each other 100%. The growth that I've had in the last two years uh, since being with her is incredible. It's the first time in my life that I'm actually living for somebody else but myself. Right, right. Like I thought I was before. Uh, but now it's like I wake up in the morning and my motivation is is doing what I need to do to come back home to a loving family, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And making sure that they're taken care of. Mm-hmm. Um, and knowing that my fiance is more than capable to take care of her own and right. wants to is right. also uh, very rewarding because I don't want to, it's like I said, I'll, I'll hold your hand, but if you stop moving your feet, I won't. So when it comes to my partner in life, I absolutely will hold your hand, but same thing. Don't right. let your don't let yourself be dragged, and she right. will she will never allow herself to be dragged. She no, will drag you. She will I drag you. So. I think you need absolutely. to keep up with her. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Oh she's she's something else for sure. She's really got a like I said, an executive uh, mindset and approach to all things. She's very like by the book, and she blows me away every time she deals with like clients or stuff like that interaction. Right. Um, she, she is politically correct. I, I tend to, when there's conflicts between either employees or clients or anything that needs to be said in a very professional manner uh-huh. without any uh, associated emotions that shouldn't be there, right. I usually delegate to her. Right. That's that's good. Smart. That's perfect. Know your strengths <laughs> and your weaknesses, right? Yes, absolutely. So. It's the same with us. At home. Like that's the same dynamic. Sometimes I'm mm. like, I'll write the email. Leave that one to me. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So funny. Um, yeah. And uh so how long did it take you guys to start Shavasana? Like I feel like you guys showed like glimpse of it went while you were us getting the domes and like or the hot tubs. I think I saw that one like when the first ones. Um so how long did it take from like the beginning of like when you thought about it to like starting it? Well, I'll start by the by what happened. Um, so August tenth is my birthday, so it's the summer, and uh, Christine surprised me because um, it's hard. I'm hard to be surprised, okay? <laughs> and she surprised me with um, um, an accommodation, not an accommodation, but basically tickets to go to USBA in Magnetic Hill, the spa okay. there. And I always tell the same story because it's true. Uh, I was not expecting to go to a spa for my birthday okay i've never went to a spa i thought honestly spas are for girls because spa for me was like nails and, and stuff like that i never heard about the thermal experience right so my first thought first thought is what the hell did you buy me why are we going to a spa for my birthday so, but i didn't say anything because of course right happy wife happy life right <laughs> And uh, so we went to the spa and after a couple of cycles, we're sitting in the hot tub and we're both relaxed. Uh, I look over to Christine and we kind of connected and we kind of said it out loud. Yeah, I would see my, it's almost as if we spoke to us, to each other without saying a word. And then we said, yeah, I would see us owning something like this. Mm -hmm. We planted that seed right away. And I was like, oh, I got so excited. We started talking and stuff. And this is in August, um, October, we started looking for land. And in, I think it was late November, there was a lot of snow. My parents live in Beersville where we uh, built Shavasana. And we were going to my parents for, I don't know what reason. I was just dressed casual, you know, 
jeans, um, shoes, sweater, small little jacket, not to go in the snow, okay? And I'm driving, and all of a sudden, I pass an entrance, but it's full of trees, like it's overgrown, but I could just, I don't know, again, visionary, I saw something, or I thought I did, and I all of a sudden just turned the truck around, Christine's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, (laughs) I couldn't even tell her, I was stuck in my head, I was like, just, I gotta go see something, so I stop on the side of the road, I get out, that time, she's still asking what I'm doing, I'm Wait, at that time, I'm ways deep in the in the ditch, trying to go on that land that's, you know, just there. And Christine didn't want to follow me because she thought I was crazy, right? Well, look at me now. Um, so I keep walking, I keep walking, and I just felt something pulling me towards deeper on that land. And all of a sudden, I thought I could hear water, but I wasn't sure. So I kept walking, walking, and then all of a sudden, I'm, I realized I'm like 60 feet elevated above a little like water right right i had that and i had the vision right there you're like it's here it's here and so i I get excited i go back to the truck i tell christine kind of speculating ideas and then i get to my parents house and i tell my dad about my vision and what i want to do with that and i think it took a couple of days we reached out to our lawyer and he found the land wasn't for sale and the guy was from england what so my lawyer reached out to the guy asked him if he wanted to sell and he ended up selling but i think we only got possession it took a while to get possession i think this was during covid and everything which again who in my my, in my mind was starting a business in covid uh -uh. but something led me to do it and uh so i think it was february or march yeah it was march we got uh possession of the land and we got started right away Wow, that's pretty quick <laughs> from August yeah. to March. Absolutely. That. So like it, it, you didn't even have to really like, it just kind of fell. Well, like obviously you had the idea and the vision and stuff, but you just followed like your, your intuition. intuition like, absolutely, like, yeah. Because yeah. it wasn't for sale. So you weren't even like going to see land that was for sale. You just, that's crazy. Love that. Yeah. The, the main takeaway um, from the USVA experience, very good place. Um, it's it's amazing. I, I highly recommend it. But to me, coming from a place of anxiety and having a hard time fully disconnecting and relaxing, I'm a very like, I always feel people are looking and judging. Okay. Mm-hmm. So for me to be able to be in a hot tub full of people and close my eyes and maybe drift off, that's nah, not going to, I'm not going to do that. Right. Okay. Um, and I felt other people, I speak about it. Other people won't. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I feel like my purpose or a part of my life is to open up these conversations for people to be comfortable having them. And then that will change their fucking life. Yeah. Just being open about it. So I thought, okay, what about people that are body conscious? What about people that have uh, anxiety, all these things? How are they going to come here and fully benefit? Because what I got from that experience, once I walked back to my truck, I felt so heavy. I don't know how to explain it more than being heavy. Every step I was taking, I was like so heavy. And I was like, I asked Christina, I said, what is this? She's like, well, that's relaxation. I'm like, what do you mean? Because we are, are, are told that uh, when you are hyper or, or sorry, when you are grounded, you are relaxed. Well, yeah. you you, you should feel heavy when you're fully relaxed because when you're hyper or when you are, have adrenaline, you're bouncing. 
you're light on your feet, right? When they say oh, a weight has been lifted off my shoulder, now I feel more relaxed. Well, technically, weight should be added to your whole body because right. I was coping with stress. I thought I was dealing with stress good, but I was coping. And I can guarantee you, with the type of life we live now, where we are in 2023, a lot of people don't know that they're living an unbalanced life. And Shavasana is exactly there for that. Like, obviously, we're there to make money as a business, okay? Right. Every business needs to make money to, to be able to stay alive and to, to put money more into the business in order to give a bigger um, product or service, right? But our main takeaway from this is to create an awareness for people to understand that there's a better way to live in harmony with life and the things around you, um, it should go full circle and not just a few aspects of your life where it's financial or family or whatever. You should be connected with yourself. And me being who I am and knowing that I'm very adrenaline-based um, through through my days, being able to feel that full, like, I knew I, I knew I had to, to create a place where people... I don't need to teach them how they mm -hmm. just need to go there and the environment, the location, everything was structured in a place where you have no uh, direct or quick accessibility to things. Now <laughs> I, under I understand other businesses are, and I, and I understand the business aspect to this um, to be close to things. Okay. Um, so that there's stuff to do and it's appealing, right. For um, um, other types of Absolutely. But for us, it's not about a place to stop in and then go do things. It's a place to stop in and go do nothing. Now, we give them opportunities and options of things they can go do outside of the property. But for the most part, we're 30, 35 minutes away from any type of like big activity. So you're kind of forced in an environment which people don't understand at first. And they probably think like, ah, but what am I going to go do there? Yeah, but I told myself the same thing when I went to USVA and it was the best. It changed my life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely changed my life. So that's why I'm very passionate about the location, the business itself. Like we keep putting everything we make back in because at the end of the day, this is a very important movement we're trying to make. And I so think that's, am that's amazing. And you guys are doing a great job. Every time I see posts and like everything you guys talk about on your business page or on your personal page, it's always geared towards that. So I know... Mm -hmm like purpose wise and everything like you guys are very seem to be very very aligned to it yeah it's it's genuine like the, yeah yeah like that's Absolutely. the goal and we just keep adding you guys keep adding things to 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 make that yeah you know, i mean a real reality for sure yep. like it's amazing and i feel like we um patrick and i had gone to a nordic spa in ottawa okay. um and we <laughs> amazing isn't uh -huh. it uh -huh. absolutely amazing we went last year and i think we're going back this year because christine has chelsea? A, in chelsea in chelsea absolutely yeah. um yeah i'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it that was it if that's a i think i think if i mean christine, we, it's a multi multi-million dollars in the sense that they put 25 million in renovations right so we had met the owners when we went down south the, our first time we went down south in 2010 so we met them on the beach and they're like, oh, we own a spa and they were drinking. So they were being funny. And we were like, we didn't yeah. think they were being, they were talking to like girls or something like, right. So we thought they were making it up. 
and then we became friends with them because they were like oh come play volleyball or something and then uh so we became friends with them so when they started talking like they were super like funny but genuine but they're like no we actually own the spa so um that's probably the only reason that Patrick wanted to come with me that we kind of made it (laughs) Um, because we just kind of wanted to go see it because like the way they talked about it we're like it sounds pretty amazing Um, but I think that's the only place we've ever like for Patrick especially he's like I don't think while we were there he's like I don't think I've ever felt this way where I don't think about anything other than here yeah like and that was just mind-blowing because I was like yeah I can do that probably more than he can like just kind of like not think about things as yeah. much like but for him it was like life-changing in terms of like oh my gosh like what is this so exactly that yeah. that's so awesome and I feel like I like when men can talk about that too because like you said spas when you hear a spa it's usually not what you're thinking like we never right. before the like the old day, like we never would have thought like a spa was that so, exactly. Well, yeah. the thermal experience is what makes your chemicals in your body force you out of because the adrenaline that I'm talking about that I have is produced through the thermal shock. Right. So as right. soon as you go from hot to cold, there's a, an adrenaline release after what happens when you get a boost of adrenaline, you crash. Right. You normally right. when it's done improperly through life, when you have right. like a, for example, you go into a crash, you're full adrenaline. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, what happened? Well, it's because you're deprived of energy. Right. But the way it's done through thermal experience, it's kind of a quick shock to release. And it creates more endorphins in order to replenish the the proper balance of adrenaline. So it calms you down, but it also brings you back level. Gives you energy. It fills up like yeah. your energy bucket. Like you, you feel, of- exactly. Like you feel, yeah. um, tired but not tired I don't know how to explain it it's like you feel low but like still like oh I'm good I think what and I know exactly what you mean I feel like when I start relaxing like actually relaxing um like if I don't like if I'm away from the kids for a day or whatever like something Mm. like that I feel like I get more tired right before I get energy because I've been running on empty probably yeah makes so much sense oh my gosh I'm so excited okay so um, we only have like two minutes left. <laughs> so um, if someone wants to go like book uh, a, a time away um, at Shavasana, they can go on the website, I'm assuming is the best way or? Absolutely. Also our social media platform, uh, Facebook, we have uh, a social platform there and Instagram as well. You can always call us. Uh, we like to be personable when it comes to uh, interacting with clients. So we'll you, we'll send you like uh, voice messages and stuff. So we can okay. kind of you know connect through that or you can call and we will try to accommodate you as much as possible. Amazing. Awesome. I'm sure most people know what it is already. So they know where you yeah. find where to find you. Um, but thank you so much for being here. No and, problem at all. Um, this, yeah, I knew it was going to be a good, a lot of wisdom, which is, yeah. Good. Glad I could share. <laughs> thank you. Um, so to all the listeners, a reminder to go do something that lights you up today. And uh, yeah, that's, that's, I guess, what the takeaway will be. <laughs> so thank you so much, Raf. I appreciate Perfect. you being here. No Bye. problem. Bye.